0: If you want the latest news in technology, reviews of great new tech hardware and software, along with helpful tech tips, then Tech Brood with Greg Doig is the podcast for you and everyone that loves tech. Welcome to week 9 of Tech Brood. I am your host Greg Doig. If you love technology like I do, yes, you're in the right place again. Here are some of this week's top tech headline stories from August 16th through August 20th of 2021. This is a collection of the top technology news stories from around the web I read this week. If you have any suggestions for additions or corrections, please let me know. First story up is from Mac Rumors, written by Hartley Charlton, who wrote that T-Mobile data breach included personal information of almost 50 million customers. Last week, T-Mobile confirmed that a forum post purported to offer data from more than 100 million people was the result of a company data breach. At that time, it was not known if personal customer data had been accessed, but T-Mobile has now confirmed that the stolen data included personal information such as customer names, date of birth, social security number, and identification such as driver's license numbers. There is as yet no indication that the data contained information about customer financial or payment information. Currently, the information of 7.8 million current T-Mobile customers is believed to have been stolen, as well as information of over 40 million former or prospective customers. The company has been able to confirm that approximately 850,000 active T-Mobile prepaid customer names, phone numbers, and account pins were also exposed, leading the company to proactively reset all of these pins of those customers. Customers are due to be contacted shortly with the news that T-Mobile will immediately offer two years of free identity protection services with McAfee's ID Theft Protection Service, implement an additional step to protect mobile accounts with account takeover protection, and publish a new webpage for information and solutions for customers to further protect themselves. Customers will also be encouraged to change their accounts PIN, T-Mobile's investigation into the data breach is ongoing. A story from ZDNet, is your M1 Mac crashing? If so, you're not alone. The author, David Gewurz, wrote that reading through page after page of discussion board postings revealed a lot of speculation. It's not unique to just MacBook errors. People have experienced this across the M1 line. Most people who are experiencing the problem have something plugged into the Thunderbolt 3 ports This given that the M1 Macs barely ship with any ports. It's likely that most people will utilize Thunderbolt 3 to enable some level of expansion. The author also noted that he had used a USB-based SD card reader plugged into a dock. ZDNet did reach out to Apple for comment, but as of yet, no reply. The author hasn't had any recurrences of his crash. He said it happened while running Mac OS Big Sur 11.4, but he has since upgraded to 11.5.2 and hopes that it continues to go without any further crashes. That said, news reports have been cropping up even from people who have updated to 11.5. Or check with Apple support if you have an M1 Mac that is crashing for any further updates. Next story comes from Windows Central written by Robert Carnival. Says all three editions of Windows Server 2022 are here. Windows Server 2022 was officially released as of August 18, 2021. There are three variations of it, Standard, Data Center, and Data Center Azure Edition. Its mainstream end date is October 13, 2026, and its extended end date is October 14, 2031. Here's how Microsoft describes their product. Windows Server is the platform for building an infrastructure of connected applications, networks, and web services from the workgroup to the data center. It bridges on-premises environments with Azure, adding additional layers of security while helping you modernize your applications and infrastructure. Boiled down even further, it's an operating system for servers, as the name implies. And from Google, written by Jenny Brown, a cloud developer advocate for Google, says that Google Cloud Reader has reached 50 episodes. Google Cloud Reader is a podcast that lets you listen to the Google Cloud blog posts that aren't as dependent on visuals. This means there are articles that are or are adapted to be less focused on graphs or code samples and instead describe the meaning behind those visual aids. Jenny says it's an easy, audible way to absorb content around all things new in cloud. Another story from ZDNet, written by Liam Tung, who writes, LibreOffice has more office compatibility and native Apple Silicon support, but the Document Foundation really wants enterprise customers to pay for the otherwise free and open source alternative to Microsoft Office. The Document Foundation's LibreOffice Enterprise page writes, the project notes that the community edition is great for home and small office users, That edition lacks tech support. LibreOffice is also great for schools, educational and research institutions, and large organizations. In these cases, they strongly recommend using LibreOffice Enterprise versions from one of their ecosystem partners. The Document Foundation says, As for the LibreOffice 7.2 update, the major highlight is interoperability improvements with Microsoft's proprietary file formats, and its availability for Apple's ARM-based laptops. However, the Document Foundation warns that while binaries are available, the Apple Silicon build should not be used for any critical purpose at this stage. And there are updates for key apps within LibreOffice, including the Writer Word Processor, the Calc Spreadsheet app, and Impress and Draw. These updates include pop-up lists to search for menu commands, scrollable style picker in the notebook bar, font work panel in the sidebar, new list view for the template dialog, and in writer, background fills can cover whole pages beyond margins. Page styles can now have gutter margin, mail merge shows a warning about non-existent data sources, RDF metadata in style inspector, and custom color metadata field shadings. In calc, calc now can filter by color and auto filter, HTML tables listed in the external data dialog now show captions. Fat cross cursor available in the options. And type can be selected in moving average trend lines. And for the applications of impress and draw, you have new templates. You also have multiple columns now available in text boxes. And direct access to the scaling factor via the status bar. Here is another review by Tech Brood. And for this week's review, we're going to start a series of backup solutions for home and small business users. And the question we answer at a very high level is what is a good backup solution? Some products that I use I'll cover in the next few weeks. But a good backup solution should be able to protect all of your data from loss or corruption due to hardware failure, accidental deletion, virus attack, power outage, etc. The most important thing about a good backup solution is that it works reliably every time without fail. There are many different types of backups available today. Local disk and file-based systems, network file system-based, and cloud storage-based solutions. Local backups store copies on physical media like hard drives, optical disks, flash memory cards, USB sticks, external disks, and more. A good backup solution must also provide you with easy access to any backed up files so that they can easily be restored if needed. A good backup solution will allow you to backup multiple computers at once, as well as mobile devices such as smartphones and tablets. One software application I've been using for some time on my personal computers has been Acronis. Acronis provides award-winning backup software and data protection solutions for consumers, businesses, and managed service providers. Acronis has a new release for 2021 for their Acronis True Image product. The new release integrates advanced cybersecurity capabilities with the best-of-breed personal backup to create the first complete personal cyber protection solution for home users, prosumers, and small businesses. And with advanced anti-malware powered by cutting-edge machine intelligence and blockchain-based data authentication technologies, Acronis protects any environment from cloud to hybrid to on premises at a low and predictable cost. And this review of Acronis is not a paid review, it's just based upon my own personal use and information. Get ready for some tech tips from Tech Brood. And here are your tech tips for this week from Tech Brood. If you're a Mac user and you've had a Mac restarted because of a problem, you need to know what to do if your computer restarts or shuts down unexpectedly or if you get a message that your computer restarted or shut down because of a problem. This guideline comes from Apple supports page at apple.com. It talks about unexpected restarts. And they write, rarely your Mac might experience a software or hardware issue that requires it to restart. But when it starts up again, you might see a message that your computer was restarted because of a problem. So first step they suggest, check your software. If the issue is caused by software on your Mac, one of the following steps might help. Install all available software updates that are on your computer. If your Mac suspects that a particular app caused the restart, it might ask whether you would like to move the app to the trash. Click Move to Trash. Then contact the software developer to see if a software update is available. Also, you can use Safe Mode to try to isolate the cause of the issue. The last step they suggest is reinstall macOS. If the issue continues after reinstalling macOS, check your hardware so that is the next step you would go to is check your hardware learn how to check your connected devices and other hardware by checking your peripheral devices first if you don't have any devices attached to your mac then you need to move on to another step which will follow if you do have peripherals connected shut down your mac disconnect all peripheral devices such as hard drives or printers If you have a desktop Mac, make sure that only a display, keyboard, and mouse or trackpad are connected. Then you want to turn your Mac back on and use your Mac for the amount of time that would usually take for an unexpected restart to occur. If an unexpected restart occurs, follow the steps to check the internal RAM and third-party hardware. If an unexpected restart doesn't occur, Turn off the Mac and connect one peripheral device at a time until an unexpected restart occurs. And if you don't have peripheral devices, the steps they want you to check are to check the RAM, random access memory, and third-party hardware, if possible. Certain models of Mac computers have removable memory. If you recently installed memory or a hard disk or an SSD, make sure that it's compatible and installed correctly. If possible, remove it and test with the original memory or disk to eliminate those issues. Next up comes from Google. They talk about having dark theme available on mobile devices with Google Drive. You can use dark theme in Google Drive, but this is for Android users only. You can change your theme setting to make it easier to view files on your mobile device. You can use the dark theme setting to help save battery life also. On your Android phone or tablet, open up the Google Drive app. And at the top left, tap Menu. Then tap Settings. Then tap Choose Theme. And you'll have the option to choose Dark, Light, or System Default. Next tip up is five essential Windows 10 keyboard shortcuts. Get ready if you had a pen, pencil, crayon, write these down, or I'll put them in my show notes later. If you want to quickly switch tasks, here's the combination. The Windows key plus tab will display and switch between open windows or multiple workspaces. You can see activities across your devices for the past 30 days with timeline. Do you want to lock your screen? Well, use the Windows key and the letter L, which will quickly lock your screen to prevent others from accessing your computer. And do you want to talk instead of type? Well, here's the combo for you. Windows key plus the letter H will allow you to use speech recognition to convert spoken words into text anywhere on your PC. And if you want to search for anything, Windows key plus the letter S. This will give you personalized results to searches for people, email, files in local and shared sites, or for info from the web. And number five, last but not least, do you want to take a screenshot? Use the window key plus the shift plus the letter S combination. So that's Windows key shift plus S. This will capture and mark up all or part of your PC screen or any image, which then allows you to save and share. This ends this week's show, but yes, we will work to bring you more and hope you enjoyed another episode of Tech Brood, where we talk about getting your tech brood just the way you like. I'm Greg Doig, and thank you for listening.